and welcome to episode 33 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, I'll explain three things you may not have known about sleeping pills. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you've worked so hard to create, and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. I know that many of you will take or have taken sleeping pills or are considering them. And I know a lot of doctors still prescribe them. And also, I know that there'll be many of you who want to stop taking them or don't want to start taking them. Sleeping pills is such a contentious topic. And for some people, they're a lifesaver. And for others, they've sadly caused more problems than they've solved. And for others, there's a fear around using them and wanting to avoid using them. Now, sleeping aids a big business with estimates differing, but all talking in terms of billions of dollars that are spent by Americans every year. And so, of course, Big Pharma is a lucrative industry and the appeal of being able to solve your problem by simply swallowing a pill rather than undergo a behavioural solution is, is obvious. You know, it's quick, it's quick and it's simple and so the appeal is there. But in this episode, I'm not going to make any judgement about what's right for you and I'll leave the discussions on whether or not sleeping pills are a good idea for you, for you to have with your own doctor or medical advisor. But I did want to share with you three things that I didn't know about sleeping pills when I had my sleep issue that I found really interesting and potentially relevant to those of you who may, as I said, be taking them or thinking of taking them. So the first thing that I read that I was really surprised at is um, the assertion that sleeping pills don't actually trigger normal sleep. Now, this was pretty mind-blowing to me when I read it because I was like, but they're called sleeping pills, aren't they? They're supposed to help you sleep. So surely that's what they do. They just trigger your natural sleep mechanism and then you go into a normal sleep. Well, according to Matthew Walker, renowned sleep scientist, they don't. They're actually a sedative. So very similar to the effects of alcohol, they sedate the activity of your higher brain. So although you may have had some form of sleep after taking them, it's a different type of sleep pattern according to Matthew Walker and it's not generating the deep brain waves that you get with natural sleep. And what he said that this means is that the state that's induced doesn't offer all the restorative benefits of sleep. In fact, he highlighted a study that was undertaken using a well-known sleeping pill which looked at how it affected a function of sleep that's well studied and that's memory formation. So while you're in natural sleep your brain is working to move memories from short-term to longer-term storage consolidating things you've learned in the day and arranging those memories for future use. And in this study that he quotes it was found that the sedation induced by this well-known prescription drug actually triggered a 50% weakening of the brain cell connections formed during learning. So basically, in his words, triggering memory erasion rather than memory storage. And this study was conducted on animals. And so, you know, perhaps human brains are different. And to be fair, there have been other studies on other aspects of the sleep triggered by this drug, 
with less depressing findings, but perhaps it's something to think about. The second thing I wanted to share with you that I discovered about sleeping pills is that they can actually trigger what's known as rebound insomnia once you stop taking them. So if you have a sleep problem, perhaps your doctor prescribed a short dose of sleeping pills um, to help you get over this problem that's occurred. And then once you stop taking them, they could actually trigger you to have even worse insomnia than what you had in the beginning. And this happens because while you're taking them, your brain adjusts in response to receiving the drug. And then for some people, they trigger withdrawal symptoms when you stop taking them. And the reason I was so interested in this is I just wondered how many people had really understood or considered the repercussions of this. You know, if someone told me that, I would really wonder what's the point in taking these? Why do I want to take pills for two to three weeks when it doesn't really induce a proper sleep? And then chances are I could end up with a worse problem at the end than when I started. It just doesn't seem like a choice that, you know, many people would take if they were well informed. And the other question that came to my mind was, is this how you get addicted to sleeping pills? Presumably because coming off them triggers the rebound insomnia and then you end up wanting to take them and carry on taking them. So I could see that 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 could be like um, a really easy thing to slip into. And this links to the final point. The final thing I was interested to discover is that sleeping pills are only recommended for use in the short term and they're not recommended as the first solution to try and fix your sleep issue. And this was interesting to me again because I know that some people with sleep issues were offered them very quickly by their doctor and or they've been taking them for a long time. So I wanted to understand a bit more about what is going on here. And the more research I did, what seemed to emerge was what I think may have happened is that previously sleeping pills were more commonly prescribed and they were more commonly thought of as a good solution. But the, the modern advice has now changed. And so perhaps this is the, the thing that's happened and maybe this new advice has been too late for some people who are now kind of stuck in that loop of, of withdrawal um, addiction like we talked about. I don't know. But I, but I did look up the latest advice, which was correct at the time of recording this podcast. And this is what I found. I first consulted the British National Health Service, the NHS website, and I'll read you the statement that was on there. It said, General practitioners now rarely prescribe sleeping pills to treat insomnia. Sleeping pills can have serious side effects and you can become dependent on them. Sleeping pills are only prescribed for a few days or weeks at most. And that statement's so clear. I mean, it's so bold, it's so clear. And the website goes on to say that lifestyle and behavioural solutions are recommended instead. I then looked at the American College of Physicians and they too had sleeping pills as the recommendation only in the event that behavioural therapy has not worked. And again, really surprising considering, you know, when we think about those numbers and numerical sort of financial numbers of how many billions of dollars are spent every year on this. And then finally, I looked up the American Academy of Sleep Medicine and they too had this to say in regards solutions for insomnia. Initial approaches to treatment should include at least one behavioural intervention. So my conclusion from these findings was that it did seem that the world has moved on from previous outdated advice and medical experts have realised that treating the symptoms of insomnia with sleeping pills is perhaps not a sustainable solution and can in fact lead people into this cycle of dependency and that behavioural-based solutions 
that offer people um, to tackle the root cause of their sleep issue should be the first port of call for, for people with a new sleep problem. Okay, so just a reminder, if you are taking sleeping pills and you want to come off them, or if you're worried you might be addicted, please speak to your doctor or medical advisor to get support. And if you've been considering taking sleeping pills, again, please do speak to your doctor or medical advisor to get specific help for your situation. I'm not a medical professional. And make sure that you, you know, ask for all the facts and the latest guidance on anything that's offered to you, because it's always good to be fully informed. All right, thanks for listening. Have a good week. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes. Or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.